ever heard a submissive say, you can do whatever you want. I don't have any safe words. Or, you're the dom. You should know what I want. Or even worse, can we keep this quiet? If you have, those are giant red flags from submissives. Welcome to Bearded After Dark, and today's episode is all about red flags from submissives. As a dominant, there are several red flags that submissives can give off that will completely turn me off to the idea of working with or entering into a relationship with a submissive. And these red flags, I've looked around, asked people in the community, and these are some of the top red flags that dominance look for when dealing with submissives. Number one, and this is a big one, is when they do, when a submissive will say, hey, can we keep this secret? Mm, they're cheating. And no one wants to be in that shitstorm. Plain and simple. I'm not going to get into it any more than that. It should be a giant no-no for every dominant. If you choose as a dominant to enter into that for whatever reason, you are playing with fire, you're going to get burned, you've been warned. That's all I have to say on that. Very, very cut and dry. Don't fucking do it. That comes to the next one, which is communication. And communication is very key in any relationship. It is even more so important in a DS relationship. You have to communicate. If a submissive is unwilling to communicate or has poor communication, it's just setting the relationship up for failure. You cannot enter a scene with someone who fails to communicate what they want or what they are looking for out of the scene or even the relationship. You cannot guess. It is not your job. It is not my job as dominant to guess what you want, what you want to do, what your likes are, what your kinks are. And it's okay. You may not know what all of your kinks or desires are right off the bat. That's okay. But communicate that upfront with the dominant that you're looking into and vetting and talking to about entering in a relationship or doing a scene with. Communicate that. If you don't, you cannot and you should not get upset with the dominant if they're fumbling around trying to figure things out after you've given them absolutely nothing to work with. And dominance, if they refuse or do not give you anything to work with, I wouldn't work with them. I wouldn't play with them. Just don't do it. It sets you up to possibly have a bad experience as well as develop a bad name because that person is going to sit there. If you have a scene together and they don't like it, 
Word travels fast. And you might be completely innocent in the situation and they refused to communicate. So you just blindly went in. Yeah, that just, I mean, <laughs> just, just saying that. I don't know anyone who would do that. That's just, that would be a taboo, just a, the, the cringiest thing I think I could even imagine is walking into a scene blind. God, that would be rough. Now, Beauty and I, most of the time when we do our scenes, it's very <sighs> improvisational. But we've also been together for 10 years. I already know her desires. I know her needs. I know her kinks. I know her limits. I know her boundaries. So unless we're doing something that we've never done before, we don't typically discuss it other than, hey, we want to we wanna do some things. Now, I may ask during scene if she wants to get something out or wants to have something done. And that's kind of a negotiation on the spot. That's okay to do as long as you're communicating. But if you go into a scene with someone and they're just like, all right, do whatever. You should know what to do. I'm going to sit back, relax, and just be along for the ride. That is, that is a big no-no. That's a red flag. Now, that also brings up safe words. I know I said this as a red flag for dominance. If they say they don't need a safe word or that you don't need your safe word or they insist that you do not have a safe word, the same goes for submissives. If a submissive insists that they do not need a safe word and that you can do whatever, they're down for whatever, that's a red flag. That is not something you want to mess around with. That, again, puts everyone in a very bad situation. If a submissive says in any manner whatsoever, you can do whatever, they don't have any safe words, that is not somebody you want to, as a dominant, as a true dominant, that's not somebody you want to play with. There is a total lack of self-awareness and self-care. And I don't care how long they've been doing it. There's some underlying trauma there that you just do not want to mess with. Chances are, and again, this is just my opinion, but chances are they're using you for self-harm. If a submissive has zero safe word and zero boundaries and is willing to do whatever whenever you can do whatever you want to them lock them up in a cage knife play scat whatever i mean it could be the worst of the worst if they say yes absolutely let's do it don't run i don't care if they say that you can do your most devious and perverted kink that you have imaginable they're down to do it you can just live out your fantasy on them don't it's a trap <laughs> it's a it's a giant red flag 
that is a high-risk situation and there is no reward whatsoever. Safe words are a must. Boundaries and limits are a must. You need those for the safety of yourself, for the safety of the submissive, for the safety of the scene, for the safety of the relationship itself. You need boundaries, you need limits, you need safe words. And someone who is willing to throw all of that away is not, in my opinion, mentally sound enough to even enter into a scene. So just avoid it entirely. Just no. God, oh my God. <sighs> just thinking about that is, it makes me shudder. Um, a related issue to that is if there's no pushback on anything that, that you may say or ask of them, again, that's the appearance of no boundaries. Um, when you're doing a scene and they don't give you any feedback during scene or they don't agree with anything or they just go along for the ride, chances are they're not going to let you know if something is wrong in a scene, which means that you may end up and most likely will be resented for something that happened in that scene that they have a bad experience with later on or feeling about. You're going to be the one that is blamed. And that can come from a emotional outburst or a verbal attack days after everything is done. Scene's over, went back to work, went back to dealing with whatever, and then four or five days later, a month later, however long later, they come at you attacking you, talking about how you did A, B, and C during the scene, and they didn't like that. That's confusing as hell because you're looking back going, well, why the fuck didn't you say anything? Again, communication, and it comes down to the boundaries and limits. So, those are just a couple. Now, moving along, that kind of plays into the next one, which is being a victim or always the victim. When you are discussing or vetting or communicating with a submissive and interviewing them, you need to ask some questions. Find out about previous relationships with, with dominance. Why that relationship ended? What did they learn from it? What did they like about it? What did they not like about it? Those are all questions that you should be asking when you are discussing entering a relationship with a new submissive. It's a pretty good indicator early on if they have zero good experiences with former relationships and they're blaming that previous relationship and all of their exes, ex-doms, ex-boyfriends, ex-whatever for everything that is wrong. They are playing the victim. They are not they haven't learned anything. Um it's it's not uncommon to have shitty past relationships, but you should have learned something from it at least. 
And chances are that person was good at one point in time. There's nothing wrong with saying that. And you should be able to recognize that. If you don't, mm, there's a problem. Again, my opinion, that's a red flag for me. If I'm talking with somebody and all they do is talk about their exes or people that they've played with in a negative light, they're going to do the same to me. So why the fuck am I going to want to talk to them? Why am I going to want to do anything with you if all you're going to do is a month or two down the road after shit's gone south because, let's face it, you've got way more issues then you're like leading on when shit goes south you're gonna blame me to the next person because i'm just the next one in line there's gonna be many more at that point no you need to go get help and you need to go work on yourself before you get into and enter into another dynamic plain and simple so dominance if they are constantly playing the victim they can't give you anything good about past relationships. They can't give you anything that they've learned. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Go away. No, no, no. Don't need you. Um, another indicator with the victim um, may not necessarily look like that, but it will be something where they very early on want you to be their dom right away. If they are quick to jump into that and for you to take full control 24-7, they want to make as few choices as possible, that's a red flag. Because that way, when you, if you do that, just be forewarned, if you do that, they are going to play the victim in the sense that nothing is their fault. They have zero responsibility when something does go wrong, and inevitably it will go wrong, it's your fault as the dominant because you're not being the perfect dom. So it's all your fault. They gave you control. This is all on you. The reason this didn't work out is because, well, you're just not a good dom. I didn't do anything wrong. Again, that's a little bit of manipulation. It's also the whole idea of being a victim. They are not going to be good for your mental health. So stay the fuck away. You'll find out that someone who is constantly the victim is always dissatisfied, have a negative outlook on everything, and any way that you try to support them in any way whatsoever. Anyway. It's never going to be enough. And all that energy is just being sucked into a black hole because it's never enough. So, I mean, needless to say, playing with or being exposed to that type of person for any length of time is going to be bad for you as a dominant. Depression, anxiety, and general burnout are most definitely going to set in at some point. Service doms are definitely at risk with that type of behavior. Victims will manipulate them left and right. And before you know it, they're completely burnt out. And 
they've got to step away. And the next thing you know, you've got a quote unquote submissive saying that they're dominant, doesn't meet their needs, they're fake, they're whatever. Meanwhile, all they've done is break a dominant. That's what's happened. When a victim claims to be a submissive and they do those types of things, all they're going to do is break that dominant and that's not okay. It's just not. One of the questions I get asked a lot is, what are you looking for in a submissive? And one of the red flags that I look for is not paying attention to what I'm looking for. That sounds real confusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me put it another way. A lot of people meet online. It's not uncommon to have a profile on social media. And when you have a profile and you put information in that profile, you need to pay attention to that and respect that. It could say something like if you're on TikTok, got the little got the little lock on it with a heart that says not looking, or it might say looking for a service submissive. And when a submissive slides into their DMs and hasn't looked at that, and all they saw was that big D or mistress or sir, and they just think, oh, they're just like all the others, and they start messaging them, that's a red flag. Dominants don't like to be treated as if all subs are the same, and the same is true for dominants. If you're going to send out some tired message to all the big D's in, on social media that you follow, trying to get attention, don't be surprised if you get blocked or ignored. You've basically just sent a clear signal and message to everyone that you're not interested in doing the most basic task of looking at their profile. Just read the damn profile. That's simple. My profile doesn't have anything to do with a big D little S whatsoever. So if you ask and I tell you and you don't commit that to, okay, this is what he's looking for. This is what he wants. This is what he doesn't want. You're not respecting that. And I'm not going to want to talk to you. Plain and simple. There is also a red flag that kind of goes under the radar and does not get a, enough attention, in my opinion. And that is when a submissive is constantly changing the rules themselves in order to manipulate. And they may not even be doing it on purpose. Um, but what I mean by that is they're, they're constantly drawing that line in the sand and then moving it before they, tr they truly submit to a dominant, almost like moving the, uh, the chains, so to speak, like in football, you got your first down, you got those, those 10 yards that you got to move Oh, We're going to move that again. Oh, we're going to move that again. No, a dom doesn't want to jump through hoops constantly no if we're jumping through hoops 
and we're doing A, B, and C only to find out that the rules have changed again, and now you have to do this? Fuck that. Fuck that. All you're doing is manipulating them to get more and more out of them. You're being a dom tease. That's what you are. You're nothing more than a dom tease. That's it. You're fucking with someone else's feelings and manipulating them. Fuck off. You're either going to enter into the relationship or you're not. But And doms, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you are working with or talking to a submissive who is like, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to submit yet until you've done this or until, you know, there's nothing wrong with earning submission. But it becomes a problem when you continually are jumping through hoops to quote unquote earn that submission. No, not okay. If a submissive is doing that, that is a red flag. Drop them immediately. Bye. See you later. No communication on that. They have zero interest in communicating. They know what they're doing. Nine times out of ten, they know what they're doing. They have no intention whatsoever to commit to you. All they're doing is using you for their own validation, their own selfish desires. Which leads me to my next one. When a submissive, quote-unquote submissive, I will put that in air quotes because... You're not a submissive if you are just living out of fantasy and have zero interest in actually entering the lifestyle and being in the lifestyle. You're, you're a walking red flag. When someone, man, woman, doesn't matter, only wants to use a dominant for their own fantasy and has zero interest in putting any energy back into that relationship, Big red flag. You can fuck right off. <laughs> Plain and simple. You're manipulating someone for your own personal gain. Again, for your own personal gain. And you are messing with and fucking with someone else's feelings and emotions. Because a dominant and a submissive, there is a bond that is formed when a, a dominant sub truly have a relationship. Sometimes it can be stronger than a marriage itself. So when you start fucking with that, that's a problem. Now, I don't mean to be too harsh, but it does get me fired up when someone manipulates another person for their own personal gain or their own selfish feelings and what they want. Because it happens in doms and subs. And when you do that, you are not a sub, you are not a dom. You're just a selfish piece of shit and you need to go get help. And all you're doing is preying on people in the lifestyle. And yes, submissives can be predators as well. They enter in the lifestyle under the guise of a submissive when really they're a predator preying on dominance. And that's a real thing. That is very much a real thing. And no, that is not someone, well, they just didn't know what, they just didn't know what they were in the lifestyle. No, 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 no. They knew exactly what they're doing. You know, you can tell those people. You can tell. 
Um, but there are noobs. There are there are newbies or or whatnot in in the lifestyle that don't know what their kinks are or are experimenting and they're finding themselves. That's okay. Those submissives are okay. They need to be handled with a lot of extra care. And if you don't have the patience for it, then don't fuck with it. Because then you are doing a disservice to a submissive at that point. If they have communicated to you that they are new to this, they don't know a whole lot about it, you better handle that with kit gloves. That's it. There's a lot of patience that goes into it. And if you don't have it, don't do it. There is no shame in telling a submissive who is new, hey, I'm not going to be the right dominant for you because I do not typically work with people who are new in the lifestyle and I do not feel comfortable with holding your hand through this or mentoring you or working with you. There's no shame in that. A true submissive and someone should respect you more for communicating that up front than if you were to just go into it knowing that that's not what you wanted to do and then fucking everything up. So just be honest up front. So when you're vetting, when you're interviewing, when you're talking with with a potential submissive, be upfront and honest. There's no shame in it. And if all you want to do is fuck her or him, so you enter into the relationship with them, knowing that they're new to everything, then guess what? You're not a dom. You're now a predator. So if you allow your physical desires to outweigh the role and the responsibility that you have as a dominant when you enter in a relationship, that's a problem. And you need to go back and reevaluate yourself. It should not be difficult. And it, it, even though it is, it, it, eventually it won't be. When you've done it enough and you are secure enough in yourself, I don't care how fucking gorgeous they are. If they come to you and say, hey, I'm new to all this, and you know you don't have the patience for it, you're an asshole if you go into a relationship knowing you are not going to be able to fulfill them as a submissive only because you want to fuck them. At that point, you're not a dominant. And that's okay. You don't have to be their dominant to have a physical relationship with them. But don't pretend and don't go in knowing you are going to need patience you don't have. So, yes, submissives who are new to any aspect of the lifestyle or a DS relationship, they're not a red flag. They just need extra care. And if you can't provide that, don't enter into a relationship with them. I've talked about submissives who just blindly throw themselves at doms. And you do see it from time to time, especially on social media, where a person claiming to be a submissive is just like, I want you to be my dom. And they don't even know the person. 
that's not healthy, that immediately is a red flag. Immediately a red flag. Not only that, but when a submissive is very pushy, I say submissive, but I don't know if they would be considered a submissive, more of a fake submissive at that point. If they're pushy about you being their dom or constantly harassing you about being their dom, that's not okay. That's a red flag. Leave it alone. Submissives. Don't be so thirsty that you harass a dominant because that constant harassment is not going to do anything but get you blocked or ignored. If a dominant does not want to work with you and has expressed that or has expressed that they're not taking on submissives right now and you constantly push them or make passive aggressive comments to them about how you want them as a dominant or, hey, if you're ever looking, let me know, I'm up for it. And you constantly do that that's a red flag. It is not, that's just, that's just not okay. It's not okay. Don't do it. No one wants that. It, it, it comes off as desperate and clingy and toxic and just a walking red flag. Don't do it. Communicate what you are looking for if they say no or they say they're not looking for that right now, fucking let it go. Plain and simple, let it go. All you're going to end up doing if you continue to push is turning that person off to even wanting to talk to you. And then they're gonna end up blocking you. And then you're gonna get all upset because you were blocked by a quote unquote fake dom because they didn't want or accept your constant harassment because that's what it is when you constantly harass a dom they don't want to have anything to do with you so don't do it not every dom has to accept a relationship with every sub and if you go into looking for a dominant and that's the type of behavior as a submissive that you portray, you are not going to find a true dominant that's willing to work with you. You just won't. You are a walking red flag. So, with that being said, be better. Do homework. Research. Love yourself. And I cannot say this enough. Before you enter into any relationship, whether it's a DS relationship or a relationship in general, you need to love yourself. You need to be okay with yourself and who you are before you bring anyone else into that. You need to be okay with yourself before you get a dominant. It is not the job of a dominant to fix everything that's wrong with you it just isn't we are there to help you we are caregivers not cure givers we are not to cure we can offer care we can we can do scenes with you that's fantastic but at the end of the day 
you have you to work on. It is your responsibility to work on yourself. I'm Bearded of Bearded After Dark. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, drink your water.